Welcome to the Singaporean Golf Pro Podcast, the podcast for golf professionals by golf professionals. This is episode 7 of the Singaporean Golf Pro Podcast, and I'm your host, Wei Li Lu. Today, we have Joe Flynn on the podcast. He is currently the assistant golf professional at Union League National Golf Club. And in this episode, we talk about his transition from just freshly graduating from Penn State's golf management program to becoming a full-time assistant golf professional at Union League National Golf Club. We also talk about his transition from becoming a full-time role, a full-time assistant professional, compared to being an intern at the same club last year, and what he has learned from these experiences within this short couple months and where he sees himself going towards in the future. I think this is a really interesting episode for people that are trying to work in the golf industry and has not started yet or any fresh college graduates that are trying to find their first step in any industry that they're looking to go towards. So... Let's head in right to the podcast. Welcome back to the Singaporean Golf Pro Podcast. And this is Whaley speaking to you again. Today, on this episode of the podcast, we have Mr. Joe Flynn, just freshly graduated from Penn State, or maybe just a couple months left before he graduates. And he's also an assistant professional at Union League National this year, this season. And he was an intern there last season with me as one of my co-workers. But now he's my really good friend. Joe, thank you for coming on to the podcast. Yeah, thanks, Whaley, for having me. I'm, uh, I'm excited to dig into it today. All right. So, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about a different perspective. Uh, you know, a lot of us going to school finish PGM and go, what next? But I'm sure your experience at Union League definitely helped you shape who you are today and make the decision for you to be the assistant pro for now. And, you know, what what awaits in the future as long as you put in your work, right? Yeah, 100%. I was, uh, I was definitely very fortunate to make my way to the Union League last year. And when we were co-workers last year, I, I just had a blast. Um, loved every second of it just a different kind of aspect of golf it's definitely high end private but you've got a lot of different things going on at once and for all to come together it's it's super special and just super unique and i love everything about it yeah and national union league national won the one of the best new courses in 2022 so it's pretty new you know uh we just bought over the course i think in 2018 or 2019 Yep. Um, we had Jacob Hoffer on the show where he talked about how he kind of led this project. And we have general manager of Union League uh, Golf in its entirety, um, Mr. Sean Palmer, which I hope he'll be on this podcast sooner or later. And lastly, also the CEO of Union League that made it all possible, uh, Mr. Jeff McFadden. And Jeff once told me that his vision for Union League is to make it... Um, the combination of Calusa Pines, hospitality of Pine Valley, and he named another course I can't exactly remember right now, but that's the standards we set at Union League, isn't it, Joe? Yeah, it's uh, we've got a well-oiled machine going right now. 
um, each uh, each week where, I mean, we're super busy, but everyone kind of gets their role. Everyone kind of loves to mesh together, work together. We make everything work at the end of the day. And just each day we're getting 1% better, which I like to say. And how many whole, how many rounds do we have this year, like for 27 holes a day? I would say the weekends were kind of in that, I want to say around 270 range so far. You know, school is kind of just getting out. It's middle of June. Um, people are starting to actually start to come down the shore. So it will definitely pick up a little bit. But it's for that busy, for those numbers, we have it flowing so smoothly that it really mm-hmm. doesn't feel like you're doing that many. As long as pace is good on the golf course, and you've kind of got the, the staging area, you know, flowing through, settling through, not people packing around there. It really doesn't feel like we are uh, crazy busy. And that's that's a huge step up from last year too, given how we only opened the full 27 in the middle of June last year too. And um, yeah, before we talk a little more about your transition from being an intern last season to being an assistant pro this season at Union League National, let's talk about you a little bit. How how do you get into the game of golf and and how was your experience at Penn State's uh, professional golf management program? Yeah, so I um, I started out, I'm from Plymouth, Massachusetts, uh, South Shore, right, right in front of Cape Cod. I grew up just down the street from this public course called Atlantic Golf Club, um, or Atlantic Country Club, excuse me. And I started, my family was big into the game. My dad actually was a caddy master growing up. My grandfather cut greens. Um, at a local place called South Shore Country Club for a while. Um, my family was just super big into golf to start off. And my dad brought me to the driver range probably when I was, when I say three years old. And we still have like this little framed picture of the club's probably twice the size as I am, but I'm sitting there in the <laughs> driving range, hitting it, just, just loving every aspect of it. And they had kind of a junior golf tour around like some of the public courses in my area I used to do growing up. And then probably around, I want to say sixth grade, I, uh, I kind of started working in golf. I started, uh, I was fortunate enough to get a job at uh, the Catanza Club in Mary, Massachusetts, caddying. So I think I spent about seven seasons there caddying, rotating through a few different pen, uh, head pros, two of them being Penn State pros with Pat Gunning and John Tenbureau. Those two were there. I, uh, I got to meet a bunch of interns at the time that are now assistants at a bunch of different places. I was, I kind of realized I really liked the country club lifestyle, if you want to put it. I really liked just how the flow of everything goes, how the day to day operation was. And it was caddying there was my first time kind of, you know, sinking my feet into the, the real world, I guess, if you want to put it. Mm-hmm. I was fortunate enough, Mr. Pat Gunning, who I worked with for a few years at Catanset and at Noyak, uh, kind of, I actually will remember. <laughs> Remember this, it was like the 13th hole I could chance and he's the one that put it in my mind. He's like, hey, so like, what are you thinking about like, you know, doing in the next few years? I think when I was counting the time, I might have been a sophomore or junior in college or in high school, rather. And I wasn't sure. I think I wanted to do something in the, the medical field, if not crazy, crazy enough, right. if that sounds. Um, but I remember him telling me, he's like, hey, you should check out Penn State. Checked it out, went down there, met with Birch. The golf teaching and research center, so all of that stuff. Then just absolutely fell in love with the place, and yeah. So I ended up, uh, I ended up getting in there. Did my four years there. Still got some stuff left to do, but 
I loved every second of it. My first two internships, I was fortunate enough to work for Pat again when he made the transition down to Noyad Golf Club in Sag Harbor. That was my first kind of role outside of doing bag drop and I want to say just caddying. Um, Noyak, we had a great staff, a bunch of guys that I really love, still keep in contact with, and really kind of just dug into what it's like to work at a high-end private course with golf shop, golf genius, all that stuff that I never really kind of touched into, was able to get a very, very good understanding of it all. Thanks to those guys, thanks to the staff, Brad Phillips, John Stocklosa, obviously Pat, some of the guys that were there that really, you know, kind of pushed me to be better. Frank Samisa had me caddying, one of the best guys I know. He, uh, he had me caddying a bunch, really just every single aspect of the of the golf industry I was able to touch on that side. And then I was fortunate enough last year to be an intern down at Union League National with Jacob, Jack, Doug, Sean, the list can go on and on with them. And then it kind of made the... <laughs> of course, me too. Really. Yeah, but yeah, Stewart, so how, yeah. How was that? Well, it, I would say it made it pretty easy. Um transitioning through because i know i was talking to jacob because i wasn't sure what aspect of the game i really wanted to do i wasn't sure if i wanted to do high-end men's golf women's golf junior camps i love doing junior camps with you last year that's I'm, I'm one of the older cousins in my family so doing junior camp to me never really felt like an actual job it kind of just felt like i was you know playing with my younger cousins or messing around stuff like that so i really like that so it made, it made the yeah yeah it made the decision to go back to Union League very, very easy when that was presented to me. And I'm very fortunate that I was uh, I was given that opportunity. Right time, right place. Yeah, for sure. And being with the kids is definitely very interesting. So that's the internship side of your PGM program. How was the school experience? How was Penn State? I mean, there's stuff that, you know, you definitely yeah. enjoyed and uh, things typical college students do. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, I uh, yeah, on the academic side, and you know, being in such a small program at such a big school, how's that being feel feel like? How's that feel like? So, to be honest, when I was looking at schools, I think Penn State was really the only one that I was like heart set on. And being from Massachusetts, you don't really know a lot of people that go down there. But I'll take these this piece of advice that I got. When I was looking for schools, it was like you can make a big school small, but you can't make a small school big. And I'm so fortunate that that Penn State PGM program has such a tight knit group of guys, such a great support staff in them that everything can go your way if you need it to. Um, I love love my time there, and I feel like there were so many opportunities that I was given that I couldn't even have imagined that I would have had. I uh, just the networking, the monthly meetings. I know. It's crazy to think, oh, I've got to go sit through blah, blah, blah. But to connect with those guys and network is unbelievable because it it just takes you that next step further. That is really what you need. And that's what I think Penn State does and networking just through the golf management side. And I think that's also one of the strengths at Penn State, which is our alumni, um, the amount of alumni we have and the amount of alumni that are so willing to give back, you know. So many of the guys you mentioned and I mentioned, Jacob, Pat, they're all Penn State alumni and they're, they're there for us and they're willing to support us. So it's, now let's go back to Union League, all right? <laughs> we're done with the school part. We're done with how you got here. Now you're an assistant pro now. New job, 
one month in. How's it been? Um, so far, so good. I want to say, fingers crossed. Don't want to jinx anything, Jacob and whoever else will be listening. <laughs> don't want to, don't want to jinx anything. If I'm only a month, hey, in, it's but... always about the people, you know. Um, how <laughs> how good or how bad, you know. Sometimes what you do at a job may not really matter when you're with the right people and the people at Union League. They are the right people. Hundred percent. Yeah. No. Uh, life's good so far. It's uh, we're just kind of starting to get busy. Just kind of getting my feet soaked in the water. You know, I'm getting everything kind of settled in, starting to realize that, you know, it's it's that kind of next step up where intern work is just kind of like the same kind of day-to-day thing, but now you're kind of balancing X, Y, Z lessons today. And I've got to send these emails out after. But that's the thing that I really like about it. It's, it's just, you've got a lot going on. And for me, I'm a person that can't sit still. I always have to be doing something. And this has just been so unbelievably humbling just having this opportunity but i'm I'm really enjoying it um i said this 10 times we've got the most unbelievable staff there uh, with the professional staff food and beverage staff higher ups and higher ups um but the transition i want to say i got this piece of advice i want to say jack and amanda davis when i had a meeting with them is never going to put you in a situation for failure when you're kind of moving that step up. They want they want to put you in a situation where if you succeed, the higher ups are going to succeed almost. So I'm kind of getting everything into the right place as we speak. But like I said, the season's kind of just starting right now, but I think it's, uh, it's definitely going well. And it's very different being an intern where you just show up and do a little bit here, do a little bit there, and then off you go. It's not that much of a... There is accountability, don't get me wrong, but not as much compared to being an assistant pro. And being an assistant pro, like you said, you have to wear many hats. And like our director of golf, Doug Delaney, says anything and everything related to golf. I remember once our power washer broke down and he was walking and he said that comment to me holding a um a spanner in his hand like a work handyman and it was so funny but he made it work and like you said one of the best teams i could probably work for and work with yeah Yeah, and and, um so you know why why do you love being in golf in the industry i know you've grown around it your whole life and it's also what you do to have fun and enjoy and it's now become your passion and your career and yeah like why do you do you love it what what's the most rewarding thing about working as a golf pro? I just I I genuinely this might sound a little cliche, but I just love seeing the smiles on people's faces. Um, I had a lesson the other day, and you know the swing wasn't the best. There's a few things that we fixed, but right when we got it to exactly what we wanted to, you could just see the smile on the face, and it's it's just it's almost a rewarding feeling that I really can't describe to think that I had a piece of this person's journey for that like their goal that i helped them get closer to achieving um but i I mean i just love working in golf in general it's it's really the only thing i want to say i know i i've never uh never had a job outside of it and i've been able to do many many different things and i'm very fortunate very humbled by the things i've been able to do but I just love, I love the interactions with members day to day. Some of my favorite things are just going out to dinners with different members or playing nine holes with them, which isn't even work. That's, that's just something outside of work I get to do. So it's been, it's been a great journey. And I, I'm really fortunate to where I am and I'm looking forward to the future. How about yourself though, Ailey? Why, why do you 
personally like golf. I I said this in a different episode before, and like you said, it's the same thing. We're people, persons. Um, smile on everybody's faces, put a positive impact on on people. When you know, it doesn't matter what role it can be. It can be like you said, giving them a lesson. It could be just you know giving them a nice warm smile when they walk in the golf shops and how you're going, how's it doing. Um help them with what they need find what they need for them and take that take that extra step go above and beyond right and it's what you really train us to do and it's personally what i've always been done like give my 100 do my best and i love it i enjoy working with the great people and learning from great people and from the members like you said you know play nine with members get grab a dinner after guys like i don't know people at union league national there's so many that I've done that with, you know, Mr. George Hodges, great guy, Mr. Patrick Megilly and his uh, family, great family to be working with. Um, there's so many of them. I I can't even. It's not even fair for me to list list only two because it's just too many, <laughs> right? And and Mr. Randy Chen also like you know I feel so bad for all those people I left out because there's just so many people and it's. And you know, day sometimes you sit down, you realize, you know, golf is just we're just so lucky that golf is our platform that we work and also enjoy and have fun with. And how many people can get to say that? And you know, like you always like to say, another day in paradise, and it's awesome. Like I don't know if I'll be in the U.S. in the future or not, but it's also because of golf that's why I'm here. I mean, I'm getting to discover many different cities, travel around the. United States travel around the world, and thanks to golf, if I wasn't in golf management major, I'd probably be Penn State, Singapore, Penn State, Singapore, and that's about it. <laughs> so yeah, that's why I love golf, and sometimes it really doesn't matter what you do; it's all about the people, right? Oh, a thousand percent. I couldn't agree more. Like you said, Union League's so great. Um, you you're not worried to look stupid sometimes, <laughs> and you're not worried to mess up because you know everybody's got everybody's back. Yeah, that's a that's a big thing too. Is just not being afraid to mess up. Yeah, it's I, I'll go out of my limb or go to my way, go out on a limb and do something. If it pays off, it pays off. If not, I'm gonna learn from that mistake and say, listen, the next time I do that, I can do A, B, C, different options, and kind of connect it. It's really another thing I do like about golf. It, it, it's just ninety percent learning. There's uh, each day you kind of you get something different, and you don't really maybe know how to attack it, but you find a way to get through it. And when that problem or situation comes up again, you know exactly how to fix it. And other nice thing is instead of not like sitting behind the desk, having one way to do it, there's 25 different. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's 25 different ways I can solve a problem that's going to work out and benefit both of us, which I really like. I really like thinking on the fly. I think that's uh, super cool. I like just honestly, not if you have many pressure situations, but, being able to problem solve is a big factor in my life that I have a weird nerdy obsession with. Um, But going back to kind of the thing about making that jump up from intern to assistant, me and Jacob were talking the other day and I think I was maybe like the only person that uh, from the golf side, I was the highest up. And for me, that was kind of a weird new feeling. Right. And uh, Jacob said to me, he's like, just run this place like it's your own. And it kind of gives you that confidence. Um, that's what I re- also really do like about working in golf is you you get this confidence, almost I might say swagger that you can work with. You build your personal brand persona around it. 
and it really it really molds you. I I love the new aspect of being just professional all the time. Everything that I'm doing right now, some of our interns might be looking at saying, I like how he does this, or maybe I want to fix that a little bit. It's really cool now to be in the position where I can kind of help them figure out what they want to do within golf, what they like with golf, what they don't like with golf. And it gives me just a, just a new side of things. Cause I could tell you at least last year, I was one saying, Oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing. Right, <laughs> doing. Right. I don't know what I'm trying to do now. I'm being almost able to mentor a little bit, which is super cool. And I'm starting to really like that aspect of things that, you know, I, if you asked me last year, if I was going to be doing this, I would have told you there's, <laughs> No way, totally. but now I'm uh, yeah, you now told me you that. don't know what you're gonna do. Yeah, <laughs> remember that. Um, yeah. and it all comes with experience like you you see something new, you learn something new, you keep taking it one step at a time, and and it's it's really cool. It's funny how you talk about being a mentor kind of to the new interns because I was gonna talk to you about that and how that felt like, yeah. and you've covered it. And you know, we also do this podcast and share have a platform to share this to people that want to join PGM or are in their way in the program, which could be on their third internship. Still don't know what they want to do like you did. And eventually you'll be fine. Just just put yourself out there, right? Yeah, exactly. I think the more more kind of things you do, the more chances you take, you figure out what you like and don't like. And even for myself, I'm I'm still so young personally that I'm still figuring things out. out. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm figuring out what I don't like, what I do like. I used to like kind of being shop based. Now I'm not. I'm more kind of on the lesson T. I'm liking to do. I, I love tournament operations. That's been a big part of my role this year. Is just kind of dialing in some different mini outings and certain examples like that. And I'm finding that I'm really kind of having a passion for that. And just to be able to take accountability for something bigger than just welcoming just, someone or yeah, just et cetera, yourself. just like that. Yeah. A hundred percent where it's, I'm kind of figuring out pieces of the puzzle. Hey, I'm going to need you this way doing this when these members come in. So that way, when they get out there, it can be as smooth as possible. And the transition can just go seamlessly. It's, it's all about taking ownership and, as we grow older, you know, the more we learn and the more you realize you got to take ownership for stuff. And being in that role where you're also a mentor, where people look up to you, you want to take ownership too, because you want to see these kids grow and become better. And now, like, there, that's a lot we've covered about you studying at Penn State, transitioning for assistant pro, and I'm sure it's going to work out. It's going to work out great. And you may or may not stay with the Union League, but I'm sure you go very far because you know you're my good buddy and I've seen the way you work. We've worked together and you do go to the extra mile. And if you keep that up, I'm sure, you know. Like Thank we, you, Haley. Yeah, you can see the smile I, you I've put on my you. face as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I of only our listeners could see that, right? The smile on both our faces <laughs> yeah. right now. Um now I'm gonna wrap up the podcast here. And I asked this question to all my guests, but you're only what 21, 22. So 22, yeah. Yeah, let's let's change up the question a little bit. Um, what advice would you have given to the you um knowing what you know now? And this is referring to the you when you first graduated from high school and first finding um just dying out on your college career, not even applying to colleges yet, or just deciding where you apply. It's like what four or five years ago 
yeah, I'd say probably just over four, just under five year kind of range. Um, but when you say that, there's a million things that come to mind. What's I think the personally, most important I, one? there's a million things I want to say for me personally, just was just to always have confidence in what I do, whether that's if I'm talking to someone or if it's, if it's the work that I'm producing, honestly, just always be confident. I think a lot of people struggle with kind of confidence, confidence issues, myself, a thousand percent included. But I think realizing like, yeah, I just did that or, Hey, I might as well take this shot, let it happen. I think that's a big thing that everyone can work on. I want to say right now too, I guess this wouldn't apply for maybe my high school self, but maybe my college here self, just pay attention to the little details and get yourself groomed a little bit when it comes to every, every aspect. Um, there's always something I think everyone can do better. Like right now, it's just now I'm a professional in the world and the real world's kind of hitting me on my fun years are a little bit behind me. Now I'm ready to actually step up and get a good work done. But just always be clean shaven, you know, always matching colors. Just that aspect of being groomed, I really would would have stressed on my younger self. And I'm fortunate enough to have mentors that have stressed that highly on me. And and I think that's ha- half the battle working in golf and just making sure everything appearance-wise looks well. Or even if it's a member says, hey, can you do this for me? Actually following through with that task, not letting it sit for a week or two, then getting around to it. It's you. You said it a few times. Just going the extra mile. I think attention that, to detail. Yeah, I, I guess that was kind of a few different aspects I have to reach it. But if you can all like kind of clump it together, it would be the I guess things I would want to key on going forward. Yeah, like just you know summarizing what you just said. It's going the extra mile, following through, taking ownership, taking a uh, responsibility with what you're gonna do, and also. Yeah, um, just do the best you can. And I want to say, like, when you talk about confidence, I think the word really isn't confidence, but it's more of having self belief. Yeah, 100%. You know, we we don't want we don't want confidence to kind of like go read the wrong way, and people are like, "Oh, you're overconfident," and that might not be good for us either. So I think it's really a lot to do with um just having the belief in yourself. Like I'm, I know we've talked about this before. We both have a lot of self doubts sometime. Yeah. Just, just telling yourself, you know, you gotta give it a shot. You gotta try, do the best you can. Even if you don't feel ready for this task that you're supposed to uptake and eventually you're going to learn something from it. Ask questions from people that you believe can help you. And we're way better and the end result might be way better than you think it was going to be. And, you know, we have so many great mentors around us, so many guys that that care about us and just fall on their help, ask for help sometimes, you know, it's all perfectly fine to do that. And I think that that wraps it up really neatly. Just you're, you're good enough, right? You know? Yeah. Exactly. No, I, I totally believe that. I think asking for help need is the biggest thing in this industry, I, I could tell you my personal work. I ask a million questions each day. If, if I'm not sure something's going to turn out a hundred percent how I want it to, I will shoot a question to whoever's in the back office with me or anyone that's available say, Hey, listen, uh, how'd you get this to be like that? You know, I'll, uh, I'll try and dial that in just so that next time I'm, I'm prepared. I have that aspect 
So if someone does come up to me and say, hey, what'd you do? You know, how'd you set up this tournament in Golf Genius? So this popped up on the scorecard. Um, just being able to have all the tools necessary is, is definitely key. And then you can become the kind of role for your juniors or your interns too. Yeah, 100%. I think I'm a little farther away than some others you've talked to on this podcast just because I'm kind of just getting out there. But like I said, I, I, I really like that aspect of being able just to help some of these other kids because how I kind of grew up was when I was in the caddy yard, I was, you know, 11, 12 years old. And I'm talking to these guys that are seniors in high school, just going into college, and they've become some of my lifelong friends. Some of my best friends are the guys that I grew up caddying at Catanza with and just being able to keep in touch and all that, but just being able to ask their questions, ask for help. It's kind of cool that now I'm in that role because, you know, I was always kind of the younger brother, I want to say, but now, now I'm getting to the point where someone's kind of looking up to me, which is, which is definitely pretty cool. Yeah. It's always a great feeling when you know somebody has a trust in you. Yeah. And I think that really covers a lot of, what we wanted to say you know find the right team take it one step at a time do the best you can go the extra mile accountability and you're good enough right so that was a really nice conversation and i'm glad so glad that we could do this and it's not about you know you being a bit younger than other people that have had on this podcast but it's more about a different perspective of somebody that freshly graduated and it's always nice to hear that perspective if you're coming into PGM as a fresh student or you're just going through the program or even anybody doing the PGA um, associate route in golf. And it, it helps our members at golf courses who just go there and play golf to understand us a little better. And we, if we can find a way to make a positive impact, just do that, right? Um, yeah, so thank you for talking and thank you for coming on the podcast with me joe 100 whaley anytime i get a chance to talk to you you know day becomes a thousand percent better oh you're, you're flattering me <laughs> <laughs> just the truth man just the truth all right uh once again thank you and we'll we'll have a we'll, we'll definitely keep in touch right you can count on that for sure And that was our episode with Joe Flynn. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And I think that the perspectives that he shared in his episodes are really something for us to think about, uh, especially how we're just constantly f focused on our day-to-day -day job. And sometimes we don't think about being a mentor or don't think about how people are actually looking up towards us even when we don't have the intention to be that so-called mentor in wherever and whenever we work. Uh, so that is a very meaningful episode and I think it's a perspective that will help um, a lot of us moving forward. And it really gives us a lot of points on how to become a better person, how to become a better leader and how to become a better mentor no matter what role you're in or what job you're doing. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. Please give us a like, a follow on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you can find podcasts. And 
if you have any comments or any suggestions for the podcast, please feel free to reach out. And I hope you guys have a good day. And this is Wei Lilu signing out from the Singaporean Golf Pro Podcast. Thank you. <laughs>